0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Royal Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, ladies. The title of our lesson today is called Deprived of Guidance. First, I'd like to look at Ezra. In Ezra's day, the people were so thrilled to hear the word of the Lord that they stood listening to it, being read to them for several hours. They had been deprived because the law had been lost for many years. And without guidance, the truth that God had revealed to his people, all that was left was chaos and sin. If we jump over to the New Testament, I can imagine the early Christians being excited to receive the letters that Paul and the other apostles wrote, even passing them around and rereading them over and over. How joyful they must have been as they read and reread those words of admonition, of praise, of encouragement— Knowing that people all over the world, brothers and sisters in Christ, were growing in Christ and assembling each Lord's Day, as God had commanded us to do, every first day of the week. We can see this example in Acts 20 and 7. And upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. Hmm, if Paul came on the first day of the week and the day began at 6 a.m. and ended at 6 p.m. and Paul preached till midnight, we really don't know how long he spent there preaching, but you can be assured it was several hours of teaching and preaching. That's quite a long time, isn't it? We even know that Eutychus fell out of the window, so he fell asleep. Many of us have spent from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at lectureships and listen to great lessons, break for lunch, go back, and listen to some more lessons, break for supper, and go back. It's exciting and very uplifting to have the privilege to be able to do this. But let's face it, ladies, it can also be very tiring, right? Especially if you have children and have to hustle home to get dinner or anything like that in between. But it's worth it, isn't it? And we do this under the best of circumstances in an enclosed building with heat and air conditioning to keep us comfortable and soft pews so that our backs don't get tired and all these breaks for food in between. So, considering what they did back then, I believe we really have things pretty nice, don't you? Regardless of all that, we read in Hebrews 10.25 that we should be looking forward to that first day of the week. Do we look forward to it? If we didn't have that ability or place to assemble, if we weren't able to meet, would we feel deprived? I think most of us would say yes. And I think most of us were really disturbed during the pandemic when many congregations were not assembling, at least until a safe way to worship was put in place. I just often wonder if we take these blessings of freedom to gather as the Lord's body and worship Him every first day of the week for granted. It's just a thought, but it's worthy of consideration. And I say this because some Christians decide to let activities, travel, many other things supersede the assembling of ourselves together on the first day of the week. And in doing so, we are first of all violating a direct command of God to worship Him in spirit and in truth on the first day of every week, and secondly, we are depriving ourselves of knowledge that is received through the preaching of God's Word and Bible study classes. That would also include keeping our children out of service and Bible studies when it isn't necessary. It doesn't take long for us to become deprived of many things if we do not stay on task we could fall into that category of those John spoke of in the book of Revelation about the church at Ephesus having lost their first love, Revelation 22.4. And we certainly do not want to do that. Excuse me, that was Revelation 2.4. I know that every faithful Christian woman wants God to be uppermost in their heart and in their minds and in their children's minds and hearts as well. It's a very slippery slope when we start replacing the time for worship with things that are worldly because we're minimizing the death of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Our worship is of the greatest importance and it's a commandment from God. So maybe we should just ask ourselves a few questions and be serious about this. Will we be excited to go out and hear the word of the Lord being taught? Or will we be tired and resentful as the people in Malachi's day, where we read in chapter 1, verse 13a, And God says to them, Ye said also, Behold what a weariness it is, and ye have snuffed at it, saith the Lord of hosts. The entire first chapter of Malachi, we see the disturbing behaviors that they considered to be appropriate worship to our Heavenly Father. But their prevailing attitude of disrespect for the Lord was not only unacceptable to God, it also followed with a very harsh punishment because of their disbelief and disobedience. I guess in conclusion we need to just examine our own lives and make sure that we're not depriving ourselves or our children of the living water that will quench our thirst, the bread of life that will fill and nurture our souls, ladies. That phrase snuffed at it that we read of in Malachi one thirteen is a phrase that's defined as blown out or scattered breath from the nostrils, which to me would be compared to like an angry horse or bull trying to blow away refuse that was irritating their noses. Kind of disgusting, isn't it? What an annoyance their worship and sacrifices must have been. And how sad for them if we read that entire chapter. May we never be found guilty of depriving ourselves, our children, our families, and also those that we meet along our Christian walk of the Bible. The truth of God that will allow us to live eternally with our Heavenly Father is there. It's to be taken in, to be absorbed, to be exposed to others, and to live by. And I thank you for listening. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.